what's up everybody welcome to the third episode of the pillow conference so happy you could join us this evening well me kaylin will not be joining us this evening she is feeling under the weather so keep her in your prayers it's nothing major she will be back with us next week back and better and we cannot wait starting out you guys know that we love to first thank y'all for tuning in this evening as well as the other evenings that we've posted thank you for all of the feedback we listen to everything all of the tips the advice the constructive criticism all of it we just want to thank you so much for keeping up with us in this podcast and again we have so much in store so thank you for tuning in hold up y'all before we jump into the topic of the week i do want to speak on anchor a little bit Anchor is our sponsor. It is a platform created by Spotify that allows you to create, distribute, host, and monetize your podcast. And it's all 100% free and extremely easy to use. I personally have little to no experience editing audio or video content, but it took less than 10 minutes to really figure it out and understand the website. We love Anchor and definitely recommend it for first-time podcasters. So if you're interested, check it out at anchor.fm or you could download the mobile app. All right, now we'll get into our episode. This week, we'll be discussing our healthy practices for school and or work. This is going to be our declassified school survival guide. So grab your PJs, sit back, unwind, and let's get into it. So I'm going to jump straight into it, especially because I don't have Kaylin here to ping pong off of. So (laughs) we're just going to jump straight in. Number one, I'll start with the very first thing that I take into account in the morning. And that would be to wake up on the right side of the bed. For me, this goes all the way down to the alarm that I use. And I know this may not be the same for everybody, but for me... I cannot stand waking up to an annoying alarm sound and it may not be the same for androids but I know for iPhones there's that one standard alarm it is just so annoying to me and I learned at an early age that I just I can't wake up to the wrong sound or else it'll irritate me and and my morning will start off terribly that's just me it may sound ridiculous that an alarm can do that to me but it can if I wake up to a noise that I don't like it's It's me waking up on the wrong side of the bed, basically. So I go through and I listen to the different sounds that they have for the alarms and I pick the most pleasant sounding ones and really stick to those. So if you've never tried it, I do recommend it, especially if you don't like that standard alarm sound that comes with these phones. Try out your options and maybe it'll change the way you wake up and maybe you'll be more perky in the morning and ready to start your day. And also what goes into waking up right is your routine. Having a morning routine is so important for me. I know it does vary from person to person. And you know, all these tips and all of these habits, healthy habits are going to depend on you and what you like. What works for me might not work for you. But for me, a morning routine does make a difference. Whenever I wake up, the first thing I like to do is say my affirmations. I have an app that I use and it calls out affirmations and I repeat them back. There's a lot of different things you could do for a morning routine. I say my affirmations, of course, brush my teeth, wash my face, do other things. That is up to you, what you choose to do in the morning. 
do whatever makes you feel good and makes you feel prepared for the day. It is so important. Yeah, you may be able to function by just waking up, throwing something on and just leaving out the door, but it makes such a difference whenever you have a set routine to make yourself feel prepped, make yourself feel refreshed, and you know, really help yourself wake up the right way. I cannot just jump straight from sleeping to being active. I need some sort of transition period and that morning routine is that transition. So if you haven't tried out a morning routine, try it and you might like it. You might actually become obsessed with it and improve upon it as time goes on. So that is the additional thing for waking up the right way. So alarms were number one and then having a nice routine to stick to is number two and That will be pretty brief because those are the only two things under this category. Number two for our Declassified School Survival Guide would be staying healthy. This could mean a lot of different things. There's a lot of different ways that you could be healthy and unhealthy, but we're just going to keep it very narrow and brief. We don't want to talk your ears off with all these different tips and routines, (laughs) So for this one, starting out would be nutrients and mainly just what you eat throughout the day. For a full-time student or somebody working a full-time job, usually that's the standard eight or so hours. We're not taking into account overtime. That's a whole different ballgame. But eight hours alone is a large chunk of your day. That's that's one-third of your day. So one-third of your day, you're either at school or you're at work. And so you don't want to just stop being healthy for that large chunk of your day just because you're at school or just because you're at work. No, you want to continue being healthy. So understand what nutrients you need for the day, depending on, you know, your circumstances or just general nutrients. In high school, I'm not going to lie, I was guilty of being that kid. I went through that phase of eating hot fries or hot chips first thing in the morning and that's just so unhealthy and I'm not here to judge but I am here to share our healthy routines and practices and I will say that is unhealthy to eat stuff like that first thing in the morning especially if you're looking to have a productive day you know what you eat does affect your mood it does affect how productive you are so if you start your day eating something that has zero nutritional value and is actually unhealthy then Of course, you're not going to have the best start to your day. You may be a little grouchy. You may be a little tired. So again, just understand what nutrients you need. And that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, a health guru while you're at school or while you're at work, but just understand your limits, understand what a balanced diet is and try to stay around that. It doesn't have to be a perfectly balanced diet. You can still throw in whatever snacks you enjoy eating throughout the day, but you know, have have the root, have the core balance. And then also with staying healthy, drink lots of water. I, I talk to people all the time and it's kind of scary when people tell me, oh yeah, I don't drink water or yeah, I, just, I drink about a bottle or two a day. Guys, <laughs> water is so important. A majority or a large portion of our body is made up of water. So we do need it to function. Everybody knows that we need water to survive. So 
me personally, I carry around a bottle of water everywhere I go, or at least I try to, and I do get a little irritated on the days that I forget my water. People who see me around campus usually see me with a bottle of water. I actually feel naked without it. That's just me. You don't necessarily have to carry water around with you, especially if you have vending machines accessible to you almost everywhere you go. There are schools like that. There are places of employment like that. I unfortunately do not have that luxury, so I do like to make sure I'm carrying one with me at least. So if I get thirsty at a random time, I could just drink my water. And I'm not here to really break down the amount of water you should be drinking throughout the day. Honestly, I'm pretty sure it does vary based on things like height and weight. But, you know, look into that and figure out how much water you should be drinking a day. And you'll be surprised that a majority of us are drinking a significantly lower value or lower amount of water than we should be drinking for the day. So, again, first was nutrients, then water. And then next under the stay healthy category is be active, move around, or even go for a walk. I know college students, it's easier for us usually because we are walking around from class to class and doing different activities. People who work full time may not have that opportunity to walk around as much. So you do want to take out time. It doesn't have to be a full 30 minutes or anything like that. It doesn't have to be your whole lunch break. You could just take a quick five minutes and walk around the office or wherever you work or if you do have that time walk outside again it doesn't have to be long you could take a lap around the building and that could be your walk for the day but at least you got some activity you don't want to sit down all day again full-time work full-time school that's a large portion of the day to just sit around and not be active so you do want to get up get your heart pumping get your joints moving stretch a little bit and you'll be good. So between nutrients, water, and keeping your body active, that's the best way that you could stay healthy and remain energized and refreshed and ready to attack the day. The third healthy habit for our declassified school survival guide would be staying organized. So this could mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, and we're not really going too in-depth because... Honestly, we would sit here and talk about these different things for hours. So keeping it very vague for the most part, either a hard copy or digital planner slash notes. Personally, I don't really like when people try to tell me that I have to literally write down my notes on pencil and paper or pen and paper, especially we're in a digital age. I have my phone. I could do the same thing. Just type it out. It's just not written. So whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever is easiest for you to remember and keep up with, do that. I'm not here to tell you which one is better. I know some people will say pen and paper is better for certain reasons and then other people say digital is better for certain reasons. I'm not here to be that person. I'm just here to tell you, use one of them and stick to it. It is so important to have some sort of planner or some sort of notes to keep your events of the day organized to remember your assignments that are due remember what work assignments are due I am guilty of attempting to use my memory I know the brain is very very strong however 
very few brains are strong enough to just remember everything without any type of planner or notes. And again, I'm guilty of it. I tried it. I'm here to tell you it is not the best way to go. You would much rather get a planner of some sort to help yourself stay organized. Why make yourself or make your brain do that extra work of memorizing when you could just pull it up on your phone or pull it out of your bag on your hard copy notebook, whatever you use, is basically the meat and potatoes of everything that you do. Because with college students, we have to manage our time so that we submit our assignments on time. So we could, you know, get to class on time. What does the job need you for? It's very important. College students, if you don't manage your time well, you're wasting your money. We pay to be here. So if you're not doing what you paid for, what was really the point? You you wasted your money. And I personally don't like wasting money. And I know very few people do. So think of time management as money. Time is money. You know, we've all heard that saying, time is money. And it's very true. And then again, with people who work jobs, if you're not managing your time, you're not submitting your work on time, they'll let you go. And... I've never been let go from a job, but I have heard stories of, pe- of people letting being let go. I've heard stories of people being let go, and it's sad to hear, man, especially when it comes down to time management. All you had to do was manage your time, and you didn't, so that's why they let you go, and I hate hearing that. So, again, time management, keep your planner, your digital notes, hard copy, whatever, and those two go hand in hand. And the next thing under the stay organized category was beginning and end of day checklist. It really depends on your preference. Some people would rather have a checklist at the beginning of the day that they go by. Others would rather have a checklist that they look at at the end of every single day. Personally, I don't see why you can't do both. I do both. At the beginning of the day, I have my checklist ready. I look at everything that I need to accomplish for the day. And then at the end of the day, I look at it again and it makes me feel good to see all that I've accomplished. And for the things that I didn't accomplish on some days, I know that I need to put that at the top of my list for the next day. So I would say to use both. It's really the same checklist. You're just picking when you choose to really look at it and analyze it. But I'd say doing it at the beginning of the day and the end of the day is beneficial. The beginning of the day, you're setting your day up. There's a whole other day to accomplish it. (laughs) For the fourth portion of our declassified school survival guide, I guess I should have been saying school and work survival guide. It's okay. (laughs) Um, For the next portion, it will be plan your day the night before. And I did sort of mention that with the checklist, but not really. It matters what you're carrying inside of that. Okay, so it does not matter what you're carrying throughout the day, it matters what's inside. And for planning your day the night before, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not, I don't enjoy scrambling to do things in the morning. It doesn't, it doesn't make me happy. (laughs) It makes me the opposite. I would much rather have my bag packed the night before so that when I wake up, I could do my morning routine, I could do whatever I need to do, and I could just leave. I don't have to pack or anything. And I think a lot of people will benefit from 
incorporating that into their daily routine as well. You know, whatever you bring to school or to work on a consistent basis, have that already in your bag. Whatever notebooks you need for the day, um, your laptop if it's already charged up for the night, whatever pens or pencils, USB, whatever. Whatever you usually bring every single day, you could already have that in your bag rather than laying around and then you have to scramble to get it in the morning and also run the risk of forgetting it. So yeah, just pack your bag the night before. It does make it easier in the morning. And then the next thing kind of goes hand in hand with that as well. Clothing. Pick out what you're going to wear the night before. Ladies, I don't know if I'm alone with this. I hope not. But do y'all ever have a outfit planned out and then you finally put it on and look in the mirror and you're just like, no, this is not what I envisioned. This is not what I wanted. And now you have to scramble to find a whole new outfit. That's me. 100%. Every single time I decide not to plan out my outfit the night before, like, oh, I got it. That's going to look great. It never looks great. So learn from my mistakes. Plan your outfit the night before. If you don't know what it's going to look like, take take the two minutes to try it on. Try it on. See if you like it. If you like it, great. If you don't, imagine how you would have felt in the morning had you not tried it on the night before. So again, learn, learn from my advice. The things that you could plan for the night before, do that. It makes your morning so much smoother. And then also with planning the night before, know what errands you have to run. And errands being, it's not always going to be anything class related or work related. We're humans and we're adults at that for the most part. So we have errands outside of work and outside of school. We have to do things off campus. We have to do things away from our place of employment. We have to go to the grocery store. Some people have to go to the laundromat. Whatever the case may be, maybe go to the bank, whatever. There's so many things you could be doing outside of school and outside of work. Whatever errands you have to run, go ahead and plan it the night before. Or not necessarily plan it, but understand what you have to do. And that also goes into that planner and the notes, Know your errands and write it down or type it out. Have it already in your planner and notes so that you don't have to utilize your brain. I am a mechanical engineering major, so using my brain is a large portion of my day. And sometimes I think I'm invincible because of that. Sometimes I think I'm invincible because of that. I think my brain is just so strong. And don't get me wrong, the human brain is very strong, but very few people's brains are strong enough to just memorize everything. And I don't know what it is in me that convinces me that my brain is capable of doing that sometimes, but I always learn my lesson Don't rely solely on your brain to remember things. That's again, that's why that planner and those notes are so important. So utilize your medium, utilize your paper, utilize your phone, type out what you have to do for the day, your errands, all of that. And that's really the core of planning the night before. Of course, it depends on your typical routine, your typical schedule for school and for work. You may have other things that you have to prepare the night before. But in general, most people have a bag that they carry with them or bring with them. Most people wear clothes, or at least I would hope, to go to school and to work. 
And then most people have errands to run. Maybe not every single day, but at some point during the week. And you know, planning the night before is what I usually do. But some people even plan the week before. If you're that dedicated, I commend you. You could plan the week before. You could plan everything you're going to wear each and every day. You could plan and know your errands for the week. It doesn't have to just be the night before. It could be the week before. You could get all of these things ready Sunday evening and then boom, you have it ready for the rest of the week. So there are those two options. All of this stuff really depends on you as a person and your schedule because everybody's schedule is different. The fifth routine or activity for our declassified work and school survival guide would be me time. This is your leisure time. This is your time to have fun or whatever you want to do. So with that being said, you have to know your limits and your schedule and By knowing your limits, you're able to schedule your time accordingly. So this depends on, you know, your class schedule, work schedule, daily obligations, all of that. And once you understand that, you could carve out time for yourself. We did speak on this in episode one. It's important to give yourself that time, that me time, that self-care time, that fun time. Whatever you want to do during that time, that's you. That's all you. And also, with that being said... Nothing school or work related should be occurring during this time. This is your time to really unwind. Or if you don't even want to relax and unwind, this is your time to go out and have fun and maybe get a couple drinks. Or if you're underage, of course, do not drink. Do something else fun that you're legally able to do. But this is your time. So I know there are some people where they're perfectionists, they're workaholics it's hard to really separate themselves from that schoolwork or from that job work but you have to do it I I don't care how much of a workaholic you are I don't care how much of a perfectionist you are I know it feels good to get that work done but it feels even better to give yourself that time as well because if you don't you run the risk of of experiencing burnout you run the risk of experiencing burnout and I don't know if anybody else have ex- on here has experienced burnout, but burnout is not fun. It's not fun at all, and I don't wish it on anybody, but when you don't give yourself me time, that's what happens because you're overworking yourself, and now you're not able to work at all because you're burned out. So avoid that altogether and give yourself me time. You don't, there's no rules to me time either. The, well, there is a rule. Nothing school or work related. That's the only rule to me time. Other than that, it's whatever you want to do. You could take a nap. You could catch up on a series. You could read a book. You could go for a walk. There's so many things that you could do within the comforts of your home or outside of your home. And that scheduled time would be for you. But with that being said, and the next thing under this category, don't overdo it. Do not overdo it. I, on this episode, have said that I'm guilty of a few different things, and this is another one of them. In the past, I was very guilty of overdoing my me time. (laughs) So maybe I would give myself 30 minutes, sit down, watch an episode of something. It gets really good. I'm like, okay, one more episode. That episode's good. 
one more episode and then so on and so on and that 30 minutes turns into two hours that is not what me time is for do not do it to yourself have some self-control me time is dedicated for you to be able to relax and make sure that you don't experience burnout but you don't want to overdo it because then that shows that you don't have control of yourself you don't have control over yourself and when you overdo it now you're off track from your planner your notes all the organizing that you did for the day now you're off track because you overdid it and you didn't understand your limits that's what i said first for this category know your limits and then you can schedule accordingly it means nothing if you know your limits but you don't follow them because what if you took out too much me time and then now you have a lot less time to submit this assignment or to finish this work that you need to finish or now you have to stay up later and get less sleep because of that so again know your limits schedule accordingly make sure that is your time and not time to finish more schoolwork or work related activities and also don't overdo it and if you take all those three things into account you have a relaxed period of time for yourself to unwind but then also be able to get back in the zone when it's time to and I should have mentioned this at the beginning but all of these practices and activities healthy practices and activities for school and work Kaylin and I collaborated on these so even though she's not here her ideas are also incorporated throughout this these are both of our ideas and I should have included that in the beginning but yeah so some of her um tips are also in this episode as well and with that being said she also came up with this last one utilize the counseling center at your school utilize the counseling center we pay for it we it is in our tuition if you go log into your school portal or whatever y'all have and you go through all of the things that you've paid for within your tuition I can guarantee the counseling center will be there you paid for it so use it and then as far as places of employment I don't know too many that have a counseling center but if they do utilize it especially if it's free anytime you have a chance to utilize something that you either already paid for or it's free utilize it especially if it's dealing with a professional these counseling centers hire professionals though this podcast is a self-help podcast Kaylin and I we are not professionals we're simply telling you what works for us and what we think could potentially work for other people but we're not professionals so if you have access to professional help use it and that that goes for anything not just counseling if you have access to professional help with working out with health guides with finances whatever the case may be professionals are typically better than somebody who is not professional going back on topic the counseling center we deal with a lot as people whether you're a student whether you work a full-time job whether you're unemployed we deal with a lot so it's important for us to have those outlets to talk to especially if it's somebody who is professional if you have a a professional outlet to talk to 
that could be the difference in like your productivity each and every day or your overall health. You have to be able to talk about your issues to somebody who knows what they're talking about. It feels good to vent to friends. It feels good to kiki with your family. But it's at the end of the day, it's more helpful to talk to somebody who is licensed or certified in some way and who is able to tell you what you need to know as far as how to be healthy mentally and physically. So not diving too far into that, we can have a mental health episode some other time if y'all are interested, but that's that that's the final tip, that's the final healthy practice that we want to share with y'all for school and for work. Seek out your counseling center if you have one. And that basically concludes this episode. These are the main healthy practices that we wanted to share with y'all of course there's so many more that you could utilize it really this episode it depends on the person not everybody has the same school schedule not everybody has the same work schedule in fact very few people do have the same schedule in that way so this is very vague for the most part you'll change it depending on your day-to-day schedule depending on what you like depending on what you're comfortable with but We hope that these tips do help you and that you do try some of them if you haven't done any of these things already. And of course, give us your feedback. Tell us what works for you. Tell us if you like this episode, if you want more informative episodes. And again, thank y'all so much for keeping up with this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We see y'all again. We listen to everybody. Even the constructive criticism. We love constructive criticism. Please don't be afraid to tell us what you'd like us to do better on. We're adult young ladies. We are able to take constructive criticism. (laughs) So again, thank you so much. Kaylin will be back with us next episode. Again, keep her in your prayers. Pray for speedy recovery so she could be back with us. And we will see y'all for the next episode of the Pillow Conference. Bye.